1: what's up guys in this video we're going to talk about good debt versus bad debt we're going to talk about auto loans mortgages credit cards student loans basic principle of debt it's good unless you're either stupid or irresponsible right it can definitely act in your best interest and it can definitely act against you i want you to look at this graph um this represents the total debt balance um currently in the u.s um, so, we've got mortgages, HELOC loans, auto loans, credit cards, student loan, and other. So, let's just break these down one by one. So, first of all, mortgages. So, obviously, interest rates are extremely low um, right now, mid 2021, and people are refinancing like crazy, right? So, the reason why is because they recently locked in an interest rate a couple of years ago at maybe four, five, six percent. And now when rates are at two or three or 4%, most people will actually do elect for a cash out refi, meaning they take the equity out and basically start their loan all the way over. There's pros and cons to this. Obviously you can put cash to use. It's in your best interest to actually hold debt. So if rates are low and interest rates go up, then that debt actually becomes an asset for you. The other way around, if you lock in a rate at like you know, 3% and then rates drop, it kind of becomes more of a liability. I don't think the current mortgage balances are out of whack. You know, they're slightly higher than they were in 2008, but it's also 11 years later. So let's actually skip uh, HELOC loans. Those are great. You should know what those are. It's just like a loan, um, a revolving loan on your house. So that's why it's called a home equity line of credit. But I really want to talk about auto loans. You see a lot of people getting these six, seven, eight year loans on their car. And I just am baffled by it. I am not a strong believer in Dave Ramsey principles. So this is kind of a, you know, anti-Dave anti Ramsey spiel. Don't get me wrong, Dave Ramsey's really good for those that are, you know, just be frank, financially uneducated, right? I mean, he, he talks about, you know, the very risk-mitigated strategies. He'll tell you, you know, pay off your house as quick as you can, but I mean, I don't think so. And it'll say, pay cash for cars. Now, look, I don't think you should buy a car if you don't have the money because it's a depreciating asset. I think you should put your money into cash flowing assets and then let the cash flow on those assets purchase your toys like your cars your motorcycles things of that nature but the thing with auto loans is there's kind of something that you can utilize to your benefit and that's a zero percent apr you'll see that it's generally on new cars but anytime you have money that's at zero percent lended to you you can use that as you know that's you're just utilizing leverage to your advantage paint me a picture here let's say you wanted to buy a new truck 50k you know yeah you could go buy uh that that truck for cash you know 50k gone um or if you utilize let's call it a five year zero percent apr loan you could take that 50k and make payments on it first of, there, there's a couple of hacks you know one of them like you put your payments on a credit card so then you get two percent off of that 50k you know there's 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 a grand right there but but what you really should do is you should take that money and invest it right so you take out the loan, you invest that money over the next five years, and then you can pay off um, that loan. The reason being, I, I kind of have a rule of thumb. You never want to have a car loan that's like over five years and you never want a used car, you know, you don't want to finance it over three years. That's, it's just, uh, you know, good, good practice. Again, this isn't financial advice though. Uh, totally, you do whatever you want. So if you were to invest those dollars, you would actually make like an additional five or six grand over those five years. Um, Just by investing that that cash and then paying off that, you know, car year five. So debt just acted in your best interest. I think it's absolutely egregious uh, people that go out and take out these anything more than a five year loan on your car. It just doesn't make sense whatsoever. Okay, let's move forward to the next one credit cards. So auto loan debt has been growing uh, mortgages as well credit card debt, um, it actually shows that it paid down a little bit in 2021. Um, uh, A lot of reports have been coming out showing that people use stimulus, uh, the stimulus checks to pay down their credit, that could be one reason why. The reason because it has usually the highest APR. Right? It has the highest interest rates on that debt if people are behind on those credit card payments. You should definitely have a credit card, 100%. Even if you're 18, if you're 16, as soon as you're old enough to get one, you know, co sign on one with your parents, but use it like you would a debit card, meaning don't spend money you don't have, right? For one, it's, uh, you guys should know this. Hopefully, this isn't too rudimentary for you, but credit card companies take the liability. Like if you make an online purchase and it's fraudulent, you know, credit cards will usually reimburse you. Debit card? Usually not, you're kind of out of luck. Um, Another thing is you earn that interest, right? Maybe it's only one or 2%, as long as you're responsible and you're not stupid, you're prudent about paying off your credit card, it becomes an asset, uh, you know, for you. Now let's move on to student loan debt. Student loan debt has been growing egregiously over the past, you know, 10 years. Um, now, I just want you to take a step back. Like, let's say you you want to go to Cambridge or Stanford. You know, those you're looking at, especially out of state tuition, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in debt. I can maybe get behind that if you're going to go have a you know six figure salary and you can pay that off in the next couple years. But there are there are so many students that will go out to these Ivy League schools if their parents didn't help them out. They're thinking, yeah, I'm going to go to the best school I can. But then they only land a job that's like thirty to sixty k. Like, do you know do you know how long that's going to take you to pay off that debt? Only making less than you know hundred thousand. It's just ridiculous. I think that's a a large reason is people just really aren't thinking that through. You know, of like, okay, what's my expected salary going to be, and what what is the debt obligation that I'm taking on for that? So that's been growing like crazy. And of course, tuition costs are just growing. And I assume that they're only going to continue to rise. Okay, that's enough about student loan debt. Let's move to other debt. Honestly, I don't think there's anything else really worth financing. Uh, Doesn't really make sense. I think you should pay for everything else in cash. You you can take on other loans. Like again, if it's 0% APR, I think it makes sense. Now, don't spend money you don't have, but like let's say you go buy the new iPhone, right? And they're gonna give you a 0% APR loan on your phone and pay it off over 24 months. Um, You know, with time value of money, you know, it's in your best interest to take that loan. Now, you gotta ask yourself a question Are you actually gonna take that $900 and invest it? Or are you gonna go spend it on something else? If you think you're gonna go spend it, you should probably just pay for the iPhone in cash. But if you think that you're gonna put that into your brokerage account, um, then certainly you know always take advantage of zero percent APRs. In life, you gotta you gotta calculate your runway. You know, family finance, one on one. Just take an inventory of your income streams and your debts. The one thing I do like about Dave Ramsey, um, is, you know, he preaches about these emergency counts. Um, I think it's like three or six months is what he'll preach. Um, however, I think you should have two years runway easily. Um, you know, invested A- according to your lifestyle. I mean, just so many things can happen in life, right? Where you lose your job or, you know, a medical um, expenses go through the roof um, there's just too many things um, so i think it's in your best interest to you know definitely save up a couple years runway before you start uh, you know uh, buying things you that you want and don't need so that's everything today guys um, let me know your thoughts on this and what you guys think about you know our debt ceilings and you know how much debt the the world is taking on if it's good or bad again just to reiterate I think debt can be really good if you're smart about it and you use it as an asset.
0: Hey, hey, it's Bridger here. I have four free and simple ways I can further help you to scale your business or fund. Number one, I have a YouTube channel with actually, I don't, to toot my own horn, I think it's decent content on there. Go check it out. Bridger Pennington is a YouTube channel. We go very deep on funds. Number two, I have a one hour free training at investmentfundsecrets.com. We go very deep into how to actually start and scale your very own fund from ground zero. Number three, you can join our free private Facebook group of like-minded people like me and you that go out and launch and scale of funds. I go live in there once a week. The name of the group is Investment Fund Secrets then number four, finally, I have a free PDF guide on how to actually launch and scale your fund. If you go to investmentfundsecrets.com slash guide, you can download that guide. Now, finally, people always ask me, Bridger, can you help me one-on-one? Can we work together? Yes. I don't want to talk about that on here, but if you want to learn more, message me, bridger at investmentfundsecrets.com or just DM me on Instagram. Thank you guys. And I'll see you in the next episode.